Do you ever look at someone and wonder what is going on inside their head? Well, there you are. Words from the famous Disney movie Inside Out. But seriously, you ever wonder what separates the mindset of a digital nomad from your average next-door neighbor, Joe Schmo? Well, I'll tell you. In today's episode, we'll be talking about six incredibly key mindsets that separates a successful and happy and well-prepared digital nomad from someone who's just winging through their way through life. So, without further ado, pocket that podcast player, sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Cue the music. Once again, thank you for tuning in to the Nomadic Spirit Podcast, hosted by OmarMoDigital.com, where we help you escape the 9 to 5 and enjoy a life of freedom and adventure, doing what you love in a happy, healthy, and productive way. I'm so grateful you guys are tuning in today. So without much further ado, let's hop right into it. Six important personal development skills to master in order to live a great life as a digital nomad. Number one, minimalism. So what is this minimalism thing? Well, at its basic core, it's a way of living. It basically means you can't own more than two things. You have to go around the world. You can never have children, own a car, have a wife or a husband. And basically, you have to live in very hard to pronounce name places all over the world at all times. <laughs> Obviously, I'm joking. In fact, what minimalism really is and what it stands for is actually quite the exact opposite of what I just said there. At its basic core, minimalism is all about freedom. That's right, freedom. Freedom from fear, freedom from depression. Freedom from a consumer-centric society entrapped by its own spending habits. Freedom from discontent. Using minimalistic practices, you basically throw away everything that doesn't bring value into your life. Anything that really causes you discontent. For most, these are materialistic belongings. Things like a car or a home that you have four mortgages on and you can't really afford Things like all those clothes that you never wear, or that fifth pair of shoes that you haven't touched in two years. For others, minimalism is about getting rid of people. People who are negative influences in your life. People who bring you down. People that just aren't helpful at all in you trying to achieve fulfillment or achieve your goals. Either way, minimalism is a tool that just helps you get rid of all that extra baggage so that you can actually take your time free it up, and focus on what actually is important, happiness and your own fulfillment. And, of course, sweet, sweet freedom. Number two, time management. This is something you should constantly be focusing on improving. It's essentially how you spend the hours of your day effectively so that you can accomplish your financial, health, and travel goals. Contrary, God, that word is so difficult for me to pronounce sometimes it's strange it's like my tongue goes into five different knots at the same time and then flips on itself contrary to popular belief digital nomads don't just spend their entire day on the beach pressing a few keys on their laptop and then going out for drinks at night repeatedly it's just not probable in fact 
most digital nomads work harder than your average person back home. It's not eight-hour days. Some days, it's 12-hour days. Some days, also, of course, it might be a five-hour day. And that's where the freedom comes in. But time management, either way, is an essential key skill as a digital nomad to be constantly improving on. Let's take two cases. The first of which, you're a remote worker working in Thailand. Your employer is in the U.S., which is a 13-hour difference already. Now, first of all, time management-wise, you have to deal with time zones. So when your boss is working, you're probably asleep and vice versa. So you, as a digital nomad, as someone who's working in another country, have to adjust to your boss's, to your company's time. Right. That's one aspect. Number two, you might be working all day and you might have a lot of work to do that night. And then the friends that you made invite you out for a few drinks. What do you do? Do you join them or do you work? Believe it or not, FOMO still applies no matter where you are in the world. And it can be tough to get over sometimes. So that's where time management comes in. It's absolutely necessary. A necessity? I don't know, a necessity. It's absolutely a necessity to make sure that your time management is on point. Otherwise, you will not survive the digital nomadic life for long. Case number two, you have your own business. So what does that mean? You have your own freedom to work whenever you want, right? Wrong. If you don't put in a certain number of hours in the week on your business, of course, before you've automated everything, which is a topic that we will be talking about in future podcasts. But before automations freed up your time, while you're still, especially in the early stages of the business, you've got to be putting 40, 50, 60 hours into that thing. And that can be quite difficult, especially when you're in a hustling, bustling place like Bali, for example, to fight off temptations and manage your time effectively so that your travel isn't affected, nor is your work. Brings me in nicely to point number three, mindset number three, preparation and planning. Sure, a romantic, spontaneous adventure halfway across the world without any sort of preparation or planning and just figuring it all out along the way and trying to become a digital nomad that way can work, and it has in the past, but the chances of it working are incredibly, extremely low. Don't take that risk. Don't take that chance. I have known many people that I've met through my travels myself that had to call it quits a month or two in simply because they got into an accident and just couldn't afford the health insurance payments, just ran out of money and couldn't find any work in a pinch. It can work as well. I once had this English roommate in a hostel that I was staying at. His name was Eric. He was this big, burly English guy, quite soft-spoken, really nice. I actually gave him five bucks for some Domino's pizza the first day that he had arrived in Australia. He only came with $800 in his pocket. Every single night, at the end of the night, after me working a long day and him just kind of staying in bed job hunting, I'd ask him how, how it was going. He seemed more and more stressed every single day. Fortunately enough, he ended up finding a job after two weeks of eating Domino's. Five dollars a day, mind you. But he made it work. It was risky, and he didn't have any fun for those first two weeks, but he made it work. 
This was in Australia, mind you, so it was a lot easier to find a job that actually pays the bills versus if you're in Thailand or Bali or a southeastern country where jobs don't really pay you much at all. Anything you get is usually under the table. But yeah, be prepared before you leave your home country. Take some time. Master those skills that you need to survive out there. Learn how to budget. Learn how to pack. Learn how to keep a healthy lifestyle without having access to a gym all the time. Make do with not having access to a grocery store a five-minute walk away from you. The better you prepare, the higher chance you have of succeeding. Speaking of success, let's talk about number four, financial literacy. Now, this is already a basic necessity life skill to have, whether you're a digital nomad or not. And this is something that I struggled with for quite some time as well. You can probably ask a lot of my friends or exes about that one, but that's for another time. Luckily, it's not nearly as bad as it used to be. And that's because I got some financial literacy. I learned how to budget. I learned how to get better at tax write-offs. I learned how to multiply the money that I already have. I learned about stock investments. I learned about interest learned about managing my expenses, and of course, I learned about the time value behind money. These are all skills that are incredibly important to have as a digital nomad. Your money stretches a long way, but sometimes it can stretch a very short distance depending on the country you're in. A dollar in Thailand will go a lot further than a dollar in New Zealand. So you've got to be cautious about that, and being financially literate is a very helpful skill that'll take you... That'll allow you to travel for longer periods of time without stressing or worrying about going under. Now, these last two points have a lot to do with when you're actually already in the digital nomadic lifestyle. So number five, keeping a healthy body and mind. Whenever you're traveling, you tend to run into problems that you just don't have whenever you're at home. Problems like dealing with visa situations, or trying to find clear water in a new country. Although these problems can be annoying, they're completely solvable. You are a capable, beautiful, incredibly gifted and talented human being. You can put your mind to anything, and there will be plenty of material on my website and future podcasts to help you with situations exactly like this. Nonetheless, problems like this can be minor annoyances, and you have to learn how to keep both a healthy body and a healthy body, a healthy body and a healthy mind while you travel. So this can include things like meditation, being in one with your spirituality, eating foods that work with your diet instead of against it, drinking less fitness plans that don't involve having access to weights or a gym, there are many things that can go into this category, which of course you'll be able to find in much further detail on my website, omarmodigital.com, or also tune into future podcasts where we'll be talking to specific fitness and health experts that'll help you stay fit, both your body and mind on the road. And the final and extremely important skill to grasp as a digital nomad is the skill of communication. Throughout your travels, you're going to meet tons of people and knowing how to network and actually meet these people and give them value, let alone cultivate friendships and relationships from these people, with these people, is an, a really important skill to have. 
I mean, communication in general is a great life skill to have. And unfortunately, many people, especially in our day and age, with social media increasing the disconnect in society, people are forgetting how to communicate. Don't worry, though. As someone who traveled for three years as a digital nomad, I was able to cultivate very strong relationships and friendships with a lot of people that I still talk to till this day and age. People that I know that if I went to their country, I would have a place to crash in a heartbeat. So don't worry, folks. I'll definitely be helping you out in that regard. Doesn't matter if you're the shyest person on earth or the most confident person on earth. I will help you out with better communication. And... You'll never really have to feel lonely on the road ever again, which is surprisingly a very common complaint that I hear from a lot of digital nomads. And that brings this episode to a close. Thank you so much, guys, for tuning in. As always, please like, please subscribe, please leave any comments or any feedback you guys can give me, any sort of questions. I'll be more than happy to answer. Uh, go and visit my website, omarmodigital.com. There'll be plenty of answers to y'all's questions on there. Thanks so much again. Tune in next time. Peace out.